The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 23rd chapter. And there followed Jesus, a great multitude of the people and of women who were mourning and lamenting for him. But turning to them, Jesus said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments. And the people stood by watching, but the rulers scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him. This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Every time the body and blood of Jesus are set before us, he pleads with us to receive his love. That is a remarkable thing. It's hard to overstate how important this is, that we have a God who pleads with us, who begs us, who suffers all things willingly and patiently in order to give us his love, in order to win from us our love. God's ardent desire to love you is nowhere more clearly seen than on the cross. It's there that the patience of God was put to the test. It's there that his faithfulness to his promises was proven. It's on the cross that Christ shows his love for us in this. That while we were still sinners, putting nails in his hands and feet, mocking, insulting, and blaspheming his name, while we were heaping our sins on his shoulders, he prayed for us. Father, forgive them. 
Why does Jesus make such a desperate appeal on our behalf? Why did he go to such great lengths? The last Sunday of the church year has in view what the prophets call the great and awesome day of the Lord. Behold, the day is coming, says Malachi, burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and all evildoers will be stubble. The day that is coming shall set them ablaze, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. The last Sunday of the church year has in view the day of God's judgment and wrath, the day that will come like a thief on which the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. The day on which God's righteous judgment will be revealed against those who presume on his kindness and patience, against those who have stored up for themselves wrath because of their hard and impenitent hearts. It's because of that day and God's earnest desire to spare you, his treasured possession, his beloved children. It's because that day is coming soon that he pleads with you to receive his love. This is the story that the Bible tells from beginning to end. It's the story of a parent awaiting patiently the return of a disobedient child. It's the story of a lover striving to regain the affection of his unfaithful beloved. It's the story of a shepherd resolved to give everything up to win back his lost sheep. It's the story of a God who is pained when his people turn away from his love. Your words have been hard against me, says the Lord. That's how our Old Testament lesson began. In the book of Malachi, God laments the disobedience, the the inattention, the sacrilege of the people of Israel, the wicked things that they've said about him. But his lamentation isn't some preface to destruction. It's an expression of pain. It's an expression of the God who sent the prophet Malachi to save the people Beginning with these words, I have loved you, says the Lord. It's an expression of the God who, against all the objections of the people of Israel, in the face of their faithlessness and ingratitude, patiently pleads with them, Return to me, and I will return to you. It's the expression of a God who is longing to bless. Put me to the test, he says, and see if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. Try me, he says, and see if I will not keep my promises. Your words have been hard against me. He weeps when we think that there is no point in serving him. When we think that there is no profit in holy things, when we think there is no blessing for obedience, no reward for faith. He is a God who is in anguish when we choose to receive his wrath rather than his love. 
Behold, the days are coming, Jesus says, like all the prophets before him. The days are coming when I'll finally let you have your way. So don't weep for me, he says. Weep for yourselves. That's repentance. Weep for yourselves and return to me. Confess your sins and come to this altar. He's begging you. Put me to the test, he says, and see if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. God has promised to make for you the great and awesome day of the Lord to be a resurrection day, the day of your entrance into paradise. Jesus, who made peace with you by the blood of his cross, who again today sets before you his body and blood, pleading with you to receive his love, that Jesus has promised to make for you the fire of God's holiness, not a fire that consumes you, but a fire that cleanses you and purifies you and refines you and sanctifies you for every good thing. And so come again today and receive the love of Christ and see if he does not do all this and more for you, his children, his beloved, his sheep, you who have been called by his name. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.